Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward English Show, the show where we talk all about how you can lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking all about webinars. This is the first time ever that I'm creating a webinar episode. Um, although I have a lot of experience with webinars, if I do say so myself, because I've successfully um, implemented them into both of my businesses and they um, generate a lot of leads and a lot of sales for me on the daily. So it's exciting to create this episode. I've also created it because it's not a part of of some of my other courses and I thought it would be nice for clients, for, for potential clients to listen to some tips about webinars. As I said, I'm Fast Forward Amy and today I'm going to show you some webinar magic. Why are webinars so important, you say? Well, webinars are an amazing, amazing lead magnet or a way to get trust from your audience. Because I don't know if you remember, but a few episodes ago I talked about sales funnels and I talked about the AITA formula. Now, if you haven't listened to that yet, I'll walk you through it. The AITA formula is something I created, more or less, and it starts with creating awareness with people. Awareness is the traffic that you want to notice you. Then we go towards the next step, which is interest. We want people to be interest, uh, interested in us. So the first one is like, hey, I know you exist. And the second part, interest is like, hey, I think I like you. Then we go towards trust. And from trust follows action, and then we close a sale. What does that have to do with what I'm talking about today? Well, when you do webinars, when you get people to see you on video, when they hear your voice, they see your body language, it is a very efficient way to move people through your sales funnel in one go. Because they see you, they feel you in a non-dirty way, they get to know you, they like you, they trust you, and they can take action and buy from you. So that's why we're talking about this today, because I want you to not miss out on any webinar magic. Before we continue, uh, I'm going to be answering a bunch of questions about webinars and some of the things you're probably uh, wondering about. But I also know that you're going to be wondering about how to outline your webinar. So literally, like, which steps should you take in a webinar? And, um, well, to be honest, it took me a while to figure that out, but I figured it out Um It's been a while since I figured it out and I've implemented it into many successful webinars that have generated thousands of leads. So especially for you, I've created an outline that you can download so that you know exactly which slides or steps to take when you are hosting your first webinar or your next improved webinar. If you want to grab that download, go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash webinar outline or simply click the link in the description of this episode wherever you're listening or watching. Uh, and this is episode 67, by the way, so that means all of the tips and pointers I'm giving right now. You don't need to write anything down, but you can find all of the information on our website on a podcast blog for episode 67. Okay, let's get started. Should you host a paid or a free webinar is probably what you're asking. Um, I'm going to be the Grinch here and tell you my opinion. And my opinion is that webinars are a great, great, great way to be get people through the door, as I already said, and to get them to trust you. Now, when you are hosting webinars, the way I've successfully implemented them in my business and many of my clients have is by offering a free webinar where you give a ton of value and then you pitch something. Now, the... American way to do this would be to 
not give a lot of value and just be pitching your product the entire time, I wouldn't recommend doing that. So when I host a free webinar, I mean, some people will always be haters. I think I saw my dad, my dad posted a quote on his Instagram. His Instagram is at business dad, by the way. And he posted the quote and he said, haters will hate, fans will appreciate. And uh, <laughs> it's very applicable to your webinar strategy, namely that when you host a free webinar and you are going to be pitching something, which I would recommend you do, make sure that you tell people up front. In a free webinar, I'll be like, hey, I'm Amy. And oh, by the way, this webinar is sponsored by my product. And at the end of this webinar, I'm going to pitch you my product and I'm going to get you to buy my product. I will literally say it like that. And I will tell them like, I don't want you to be wondering about the price, anything. I want you to be focused on a webinar, but just know that at the end, I will try to convince you to buy. <laughs> and for me, that works really uh, well. But it's also because authenticity is one of my core values. And um, yeah. It shows in the webinar sales. I've done webinars with over 30% conversion rates during the webinar and, and even higher. And just like, I, I could say made a bunch of money on webinars, but I especially want to say uh, reached a ton of amazingly happy ideal clients that stayed with me for a really long time. So uh, I love connecting with people on webinars. As you can tell, probably I like talking. So, you know, I get to do that on webinars. Um, where was I? I was talking about paid or free webinars. Um, so I would suggest you do it for free because you can get a lot of leads through the door. Um, my webinars are usually in both of my businesses, some of the top performing lead magnets together with, for example, a Facebook group where people need to, or can give their email address. A webinar is usually a really great lead magnet. Um, yeah, because people know that signing up for an actual training is a lot more valuable than just the umpteenth guide that they will download and not use. Not like my webinar outline guide, which you will definitely download and use, right? Now, if you would be hosting a paid webinar, you can do that. You can then also offer the replay and stuff. I've done that. But I would then personally in my brand not call it a webinar. I would call it like an online masterclass or a live masterclass or something just to set the tone of tone of what it is because some people are used to webinars being free so i would by branding it and by naming it already make um it really obvious that it's not free so for example i will call free things i do free trainings um downloads that someone can watch anytime i'll call it a training or a tutorial a webinar would be something live with me or that you can watch at a certain point in time a masterclass will be something live or in replay with me that will cost a lot more money and that is something that you cannot watch for free so for example last year i did the money abundance masterclass which sold for around 300 euros uh, I think 20 people attended live and they got the replay and that was a masterclass and it's basically an online workshop that took a few hours so paid or free I suggest free if you're gonna do it paid <laughs> my suggestion is make it expensive unless you have a strategy so the strategy could be that you say, I'm going to make a paid webinar, but it's going to be cheap because I'm going to get people through the door and already have them say yes to paying for something small so that then I can still pitch them to something bigger or have them walk through my funnel to bigger sales. What I don't want you to do is to put all of your being and your soul into a really cheap webinar that you have to work really hard for to sell because don't... Um, 
underestimate the fact that even something that costs like 10, 20 euros, you still have to convince people to buy. In my opinion, it's easier to sell uh, something more expensive to fewer people than to sell to a lot of people That's for something that's really cheap because, yeah, it just doesn't add up. Literally, it's easier to sell a 2,000 euro product to five people than to sell a thousand people a 10 euro product. I'm looking at my crew to see if I say that, said that correctly, but they're not calculating with me. You get what I'm saying. It's easier to sell to fewer people than to a lot of people because us mere mortals who are not Kylie Jenner, <laughs> we don't have 200 million people in our audience, you know? So if you're hosting a cheap webinar, Either you pitch something at the end to more expensive or you're like, hey, book an intake call with me or something like that. Or you're doing it as a way to have people like say yes and buy something for the first time that they feel good about so that they can buy something else. But don't do it as it being your money making strategy, because then you should either be hosting a free webinar to pitch something or just a more expensive webinar. What I see most people doing is sell their first... Also... I love you. I'm sorry. I'm always being so rude and judgy. It's just, I've been you. I have sold a webinar for 29 euros that I had to almost like chop off my arm for to get sold to like probably like 20 people. And it definitely did not pan out the way I wanted to. And I did not make any money on it. Basically, I want you to actually profit from the things you do. Um, so just... Don't think that hosting a 10 euro webinar is going to make you king of the castle. Probably it won't. So then you might as well use it to get a bunch of leads through the door and convert them later at a good, good price point at a great conversion percentage. If you don't know about conversions, by the way, I think it's episode 64 where I talk about sales funnels and conversions. Definitely go and watch that. Um, I never wanted to record an episode about sales funnels. And now that I've recorded it and we've published it, I'm like, it's oh, my favorite episode. <laughs> I've already referred to it so much. So yeah, I love that episode. I recommend free webinars and I dislike seeing everyone always posting paid webinars. I said it. All of my clients listening here, I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still love you. Uh, which platform should you be hosting your webinar on? Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind, and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted, and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings, and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six figure business to a seven figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, Fast Forward Amy, and DMing me the word 
method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24 minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fast forward Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. popular opinion no software is perfect or no system is perfect and you kind of gotta work with what you have i have been using easy webinar for years i have an affiliate link fastforwardamy.com forward slash easy webinar that will get you a free trial i think and disclaimer if you end up buying through it i will get a small commission or I might, because sometimes they don't track it and you don't get your commission, just in general, with affiliate links. Sometimes that goes wrong. Uh, all, about, all about affiliates, by the way, in two episodes ago. But so platform. I use EasyWebinar. Uh, I chose it because it's an easy way to send pre... Wait. Uh, Post-sign-up and pre-webinar emails. So when someone attends, it's very easy for me to adjust the email they will get afterwards. And it's also easy for me to time the emails they will get before the webinar happens. Um, it's also a platform that's really easy to run automated or what they like to call evergreen webinars. So that will be automated webinars that still display only at a certain given point in time, but that aren't live. Uh, the system is great in that it has some of those key features. It's not so great for me in that sometimes it doesn't work. Actually, now that I'm saying it, it hasn't worked a few times, but I've been too squeamish to switch systems. Maybe we need to look at switching systems. <laughs> but yeah, I, I use EasyWebinar for the most part. Other um, webinar platforms that I've used are Webinar Ninja, GoToWebinar, a bunch of stuff. Some people are very happy with some of those systems. I've tried a bunch of them, but as I said, no software is perfect. So I would just recommend sticking with one I recommend. I'll link up my favorite ones in the article actually. Um, and don't waste all of your time figuring the bunch of stuff out. It's kind of like buying a house. If you really, really want a balcony or you really want a garden, that's a non-negotiable for you. Write down your non-negotiables, what you think your webinar platform should be able to do. For example, what you liked from other webinars. And then make sure that your system has that. For me, it was all about making um, sure that I could customize those emails. Now, um, and it's like you want a separate bathroom in your house, then make sure the system has it, but know that there will be other features that will make you angry, as always. <laughs> when you run a webinar, by the way, make sure you always have a backup option. I've had to stop webinars. I've had to go live um, in, because the webinar wasn't working or we, because we accidentally shut it off. So a great tip could be that at the beginning of your webinar, you give people a fail-safe. You're like, if this all goes to shit, you can find me on my Instagram going live. Something like that works really well because uh, you systems aren't foolproof. So I use EasyWebinar. I'll link up the other systems in the article and um, I'll write that down before I forget it, actually. Systems. Link systems. Did it. <laughs> um, okay, slides or video. Should you use slides or video during a webinar? As we want to build trust with people, uh, we want them to get to know us. And when they see us and hear us and get all of that, um, that builds more of a rapport and more of a connection. On the other hand, slides provide a really great visual way to support what you are saying. So I like to do a combination. 
Um, if you want to run your webinar afterwards in an automated fashion, it might be better to do only slides because it will be harder to see if you cut something out, if you turn the live into an evergreen webinar, for example. Live webinars are live webinars. Evergreen webinars are automated webinars um, where you're not showing up live, but that people can only see at those times. Um, I've kind of hinted at that earlier, but just wanted to make that clear. So... I recommend doing a combination, actually. So people can see you, they can see you talk. Some people will be like looking at your mouth or your eyes or your boobs, I don't know. Other people will be looking at your slides. But if you use slides, make sure that they're great supporting slides, but that they don't pull away from your voice so that they have like bullet points or something or really great visual cues, but that they don't contain your entire presentation. By the way, you should never do that. Um, in general, people suck at giving presentations and they put entire sentences on their slides. You shouldn't do that because then no one is going to listen to what you're saying. How long should your webinar take? Well, the sweet spot is probably like 45 minutes. Almost all of my webinars run for two hours. Ugh, bad, bad points. Oh. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think it's probably like in class, people's attention span, the perfect spot is 50 minutes or three minutes, to be honest. Um, I would say anywhere between 45 and 90 minutes, but try not to do what I've done so many times and turn it into two hours. Um, yeah, not a good idea. How do you get people to attend your webinar? Well, I'm going to give you a tip that you need to remember for the rest of your life if you do anything sales-wise. And if you are in an ambitious position or you have your own business, this is going to be important. You sell the webinar, you don't sell the sale. This is the same as with an intake conversation. The biggest mistake people make in sales, or no, there are so many, I just like saying that. One of the mistakes people make in sales is that when people want to talk to them, they're already focused on selling what they want to sell them. But initially, you just need to sell the intake conversation. You need to sell the pitch. So we are not selling the product we're selling in the webinar. We are selling the benefits they will gain from the webinar. I said benefits. When you're promoting a webinar or any lead magnet, I like to say these are the three things you will walk away with or like the transformation. So I'll be like, you'll walk away feeling like a confident badass. And then two other points that focus on the end result, not on we will look at 50 slides. No one cares about the slides. Those are the tools, the features. This is the same as in sales. You focus on the transformation, the end result, the benefits from what you will be offering them in the webinar, but not on the tools, like how you're delivering it or on the thing you are pitching them. You're not being like, you'll walk away feeling like a douche because you didn't buy the $500 program I was pitching you. No. Uh, another tip, by the way, if you are pitching something and you are promoting your webinar beforehand, being like, hey, don't forget, you are going to come to my webinar, you can put it in a PS and be like, by the way, there will be a deal on the webinar uh, that I'll be offering to you. I will be available during the webinar, for example. Because then people can already rationalize themselves into the sale if, been waiting for, if they've been waiting for that deal, for example. So how do you get people to attend? Uh, obviously by promoting it and you promote it by focusing on the benefits. No one wants to sit down for a two-hour webinar. People want the results they get from the webinar, unless you're really funny and bring in a lot of penguins during your webinar. Um, which reminds me, a while ago I was on a webinar and someone said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to make you a virtual background for your webinars and Zoom calls with penguins. And I never got it. I should reach out. If you didn't know this, I love penguins. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you get people to attend. Um, I like to do it by posting a really banger video where I'm like, Hey, I'm hosting this webinar. It's all about how you can become a badass. And uh, watching the webinar, you will walk out feeling like a confident badass. You'll be able to say no to people who suck and something else. Swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, mofos. Um, <laughs> maybe you don't have a swipe up. Then you incorporate a really clear call to action, like click the link in my bio, press here, click this button, or surf to fastforwardamy.com forward slash big badass. It's not a real link. Um, don't, for the life of me, don't be like, I don't have swipe ups, so go to fastforwardsamy.com, go uh, hyphen to hyphen mix hyphen bad hyphen s hyphen 33 hyphen 3. Like, people will put like long ass links as text in their stories or in their Instagram caption. No one is gonna type that. You can't copy it, it's useless please create a different link to redirect. Um, if you use WordPress, for example, you can install a plugin that's called Pretty Links. So you can kind of like cover up your ugly links with a pretty link. And that's what I always do with all of these downloads um, and the, even the numbers of the episodes. Uh, I kind of got sidetracked there, but I think this is all really useful information for you. So focus on the benefits and the transformation. Really make it pop. When you're hosting the webinar, don't be like, sign up for my webinar. Sign up for my Be like, you'll become a confident badass. That's what you want people to focus on. That is when they will sign up because they want that transformation. And last but not least, I have two more pointers for you. Uh, but before I tell them to you, um, remember that you're probably also wondering about how to outline the actual webinar itself, like which steps you should take in your content. So go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash webinar outline or click the link in this description to grab that download because uh, it's really great. And it took me years to figure out how to create a successful webinar. And some of the tips in there of the steps, I only figured out a few months ago <laughs> and they really generated me a lot of sales. So if you want to, benefits, if you want to host killer webinars that make your clients happy, walk away with a ton of sales on your webinar and have raving fans and reviews from your webinar, download the webinar outline through the link in the description. I tried to create benefits, but I didn't prepare them. So it was difficult for me to say these sentences. <laughs> uh, last two tips before we finish up. Remind people. This is something I only started doing after a while. And if you're running a webinar for the first time, probably you won't have time to also set up all the reminder emails and all of that stuff. But this is one of the reasons I started working with Easy Webinar, and it might change, but it's because I was able to push the reminder emails and you need to remind people because the internet is a really busy, really noisy, noisy place. People sign up for a bunch of stuff. So remind them that the webinar is happening. And you can do this by sending them automated emails, but also by reminding people, for example, on your Instagram stories, if you've been promoting a live webinar, like it's happening, oh my God, it's almost here, countdown timer, remind people because it costs you a ton of effort to get people to sign up but then try to make the attendance rate as high as possible. It's kind of like a conversion rate because the more people in your webinar, the more people you can sell to. If they don't show up, they're useless to you. And last but not least, sell. Don't just host a webinar for the sake of hosting a webinar unless it's like a paid webinar, but make sure it's always a gateway to more. The fact that people want to spend so much time with you, they want to listen to you means 
you got something going on for you, so sell them something. You are doing people a disservice by not offering them what you have to offer them. You have a gift, you have an amazing product or amazing service, you owe it to the world to offer the world your unique gift. Um, Marie Forleo has some really good stuff to say about that too, but my last point was sell, baby, sell. At the end of the webinar, be like, I, I hope you really enjoyed this. I hope you know how to like be a badass now and everything. If you want to now become really great at introverting, like um, introverting, even when though you are a mom of two small children, I don't know, then I have this program for you that will teach you how to find introverted time in your busy days. I don't know what I'm selling. I'm making this up as I'm talking about this because I only had a one page with preparations for my entire chat right now. So yeah. Don't forget to sell because it would suck that you put all of that time and effort into getting all those people there and then not selling. I'll give you a bonus tip. If you got 30 people to sign up, 15 people attended and two people bought, that's amazing. Run it again, 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 again. Run it again for two years every month. So many people host their first webinar and they gain something from it and then they look at the next shiny object. Don't do that. You found something that works. It converted. You got new leads. 30 people is a full classroom. That's a lot of people. Do it again. Do it again. Make sure your engine converts and then start focusing on your traffic and getting more leads through the door. More on that in episode 64. And um, wow, this was a really good episode, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> you can find all of the information I just talked about through uh, the podcast blog. So that's always fastfruitamy.com forward slash number of the episode, in this case, 67. I hope you go and grab the outline. I also hope that if you want to ramp up your email list strategies and everything, you decide to use webinars as a lead magnet because it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Okay, talk to you next week and have a happy day. If you like this episode, don't forget to come and follow me on Instagram as at fastforwardamy because every day I'm talking about business, marketing and mindset on my stories and I hope to brighten up your day there. So at fastforwardamy, at your service.